Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Sarah Oblick Spiker. She's a former international athlete, now a life coach and transformational expert. I have Katarina Von Maydell. She helps business leaders build disruptive business models and define key leverage points to create powerful change and impact using a process of systemic, organizational, and human evolution. If you want different, lead different. And I have Bill Hase. He's the co-founder and CEO of MetaEd Partners. He is developing global, virtual, and live conferences to support the underprivileged and building programs in the US to help high school students understand how money works. The question I have today, what causes you to feel resentment and what do you do about it? Sarah, kick us off. I love today's question. And it's so fitting. I was walking my dogs earlier this morning on the same hiking path that we used to train on as a basketball team. And so it really got me thinking about the word resentment, which usually is associated with the word injustice and somebody with a strong moral compass. So I think that's where we draw the line. But the beginnings of my relationship with the word itself were just because of my own incompetency. And when I got better with it, I kind of stopped using the word resentment altogether. It took some shifting of perspective. It took some shifting of just getting better at something. And I also remember speaking of athletics, uh, I also used to resent how our coaches would have this double-sided approach. Like they would yell at me, but they would handle somebody in gloves. And I was like, this is so unfair. Before I realized that, hey, it's kind of what you need to do if you need to get a certain outcome from a person who needs to be handled differently. Mm -hmm. But again, it could be easily said, I resented that, um, but now that I know better. So mm -hmm. I'm curious what others have to say to that. Bill, would you like to go next? Sure. I, I do love this question. I don't use the word often and don't see it often. So like you, Sarah, and it's really made me think about the different ways you could look at this, but it really came down to, for me, I, resentment I can feel is for making a bad decision and, and the costs associated with that. And I resent making that decision uh, and then not clearing it up and cleaning it up in a, in a timely manner. And I've kind of found myself in that situation recently. So it's uh, it hits home. I really like what both of you have said. But really, we have we have responsibility in this feeling of resentment. I work a lot with younger people in different ways, and I find that there's a lot of people who really are the younger people who really are resentful. And it's, I mean, Bill, as you pointed out, I think all of us have moments of resentment even in later age. <laughs> uh, but I love this idea of connecting it to the choices that we make, and I would make it even more explicit and say, it's our relationship with power. That if we are uncomfortable with power, if we're uncomfortable, if we don't know how to use our power, so there's a skill element, which one of you had mentioned as well. We really have to be ready, willing, and able to manage our power if we wanna release ourselves from resentment and if we also wanna pre prevent it in the future. And I think to some extent, resentment is a really healthy emotion because it's a signal. It's a signal that one of our boundaries has been crossed. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, too many people externalize resentment and say, I'm resentful because it was done to me without recognizing that they often have a big hand in it themselves. Obviously, there's some situations where that's not true, but I'm talking about the more mainstream situations where mm -hmm. people really do have a lot more choices than they either want to admit or understand that they have. I was thinking about the difference between disappointment and resentment. And I think that speaks to what you're saying, Katarina. I feel like disappointment is 
oh, that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And resentment is, oh, that should have worked out. At least for me, do you feel like that's kind of what resentment is? Is that should have worked or that should have happened differently? What comes to mind when you say that is disappointment implies you're still in the game and you're going to try it. It's a mistake. It's not a failure. And resentment almost feels like failure and resignation. So that's almost how I would differentiate those two words. I had a lot of conversation about the word failure. And, and, and I did a closing speech to our last conference we did, in which I stated failure is really the stepping stone to success. But the reality is, is we don't necessarily ever really have failure or success. So we just have different levels of, of successes, let's say, for lack of a better word. But I like that idea. Disappointment versus resentment. That's a fine line. It's hard to resent. Once you get older, I think <laughs> it's really hard to resent. I think when you're younger, you can resent other people for maybe something they have done to you, like Katerina said. Mm. Why is that? I guess the question I have then is, if you find yourself in resentment, what do you do about it? Sarah, would you like to tackle that one first? I never connected the dots in that way to identify my experiences and my decisions with resentment itself. Mm. But I would circle back to the word unjust. For example, past couple of years have given us plenty of opportunity to resent certain actions, to resent certain decisions, to resent certain decision makers. Um, What I have done instead of carrying this anger I simply decided to, you know what, this is crossing the line. I'm going to remove myself from the picture altogether. And I'm going to activate myself in a way that is productive and it's making a difference, but not depleting my energy because then it doesn't help anybody. I love that you said the word anger. I think there is an aspect of anger that comes with resentment that should have, I'm not happy. I'm annoyed. Absolutely. Yes. That's a good word. Anger goes with resentment. All right. Bill or Katerina, you find yourself in resentment. What do you do about it? When I, anytime I think about actions that we can take in the moment, whatever emotion we're responding to, whether it's anger and resentment or some other emotion, we always have two things we need to focus on. One is the palliative and one is the healing. Mm -hmm. So the palliative is what do we do in the moment to reduce any risks and damage and everything else. And the healing is very much, Sarah, what you were speaking to of either remove yourself from the situation or completely re-engage in a new way. On the palliative side of dealing with resentment, it's accepted. Stop fighting the resentment and stop feeling bad and stop being ashamed about being resentful, assuming that you are, and stop allowing yourself to wallow in resentment and really start thinking about what do you need to do in this moment to reduce that without trying to alter the emotion, try and change your circumstance as much as you can in the moment and solve the problem in the moment, but then also take a much longer look in terms of how are you going to prevent that from happening, which is really rethink what your relationship is to power and what you're really willing to take responsibility for. When I feel resentment now, and it does happen periodically, realistically, it's really a signal to me that I'm just choosing to abdicate responsibility about something. A great point. I, I, and I agree with you. I think the first step is you have to recognize it. I, I mean, because we probably do feel anger about something or, or we, we know something isn't right. And we often keep searching and we, we keep searching in the, in the wrong places and you find out, oh, it's over here. And once you recognize it, then I think you need the patience to take the time to decipher how you want to deal with it and what's the best manner, because let's not compound the problem. And I'll be the first to admit that up until about a year and a half, two years ago, I was not very good at that, but I had a huge shift when I started this new company and, and learned a lot and learned about patience and making decisions, not 
too quickly, which is hard. I come from 20 years in the trading pits in Chicago, and we say make the trade, manage the risk. So mm -hmm. in other words, just make a decision, get in the game, and then manage it. Uh, so that's a whole different world where you have seconds to make decisions versus now I have, you know, I don't need to make it today. I, I can wait a day or two or three and think things through. What if someone's resentful toward you? Is that something you have any control over? Is that on them? And you have to just let them kind of manage that on their own. I would offer that it, to a degree, it does go both ways to take that responsibility as well, even though it's easier to say, well, that's on you, but we all see where that has led us. Mm -hmm. When one side refuses to take, refuses to be accountable for actions, for words being used, uh, for making somebody experience something or re-traumatize them again. I do think it goes both ways to a degree. End game. What's the end goal? If it, is this somebody you want to um, still have in your life in a, and, and then you have that conversation, what, what is the issue? What's the problem? Or yeah. is this a disruptive type of person that you're better off saying, sorry, you feel that way. Have a nice life. And I would add that one more piece of context, which is sort of pulling off of what you just said, Bill, which is also thinking about what's our, our responsibility to that person as well. And what's our relationship to that person? Are we in a position where we can help them work through it at the right time at, in the right way? Or is this someone that's just sort of a transactional relationship and it's, it's not really worth it? And I would add the palliative and the, and the healing piece as well. Yeah. So that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me about resentment. I think it's one of those emotions that we don't think about often enough. And I think it can be very damaging to us if, when we hold on to resentment. So thank you. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon. Thank you.